something. Get off Zoom and turn off the radio. It's time for Owen and Paddy. There's a shop in New South Wales that's offering clothing by the kilo. Australian artists getting represented overseas. Love to hear that. It's, it's great. Mm. And so the, is it Le Havre? Na- Natural not History the, Museum. Not in, the Louvre. Not the Louvre. No, no. just like the home brand Louvre. Oh, okay. Everybody right to go? Owen and Paddy here on Afters FM on the iHeartRadio app. Owen, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Paddy. Very, very excited to be here. How good. Oh, oh and we are very excited. We've got a big show coming up. Um, we're going to be touching overseas, uh, firstly, coming up in this hour. Um, pl- plenty of Afghanistan news that's happened um, yeah. overnight, unfortunately. Um, sports coming up as well. And we've got a, a special interview with uh, Dr. Lynn Philipson talking about living with dementia. So plenty coming up this hour, Owen. Yeah. yeah, lots to get through there. And also COVID cases. I'm sure we've all heard about it, what they are today. We are going to be touching on that in the second hour as well. You just can't get away from COVID. But hey, hopefully we can share the information with you and uh, we can get through it in the best way. So make sure as well, while you're listening, you're following us on the socials at Afters Radio on Instagram and Afters FM on Facebook as well. We thought we'd give you two different ones just to search. So lots of exciting stuff happening there. Um, And if you're not following on there, you're missing out on half of it. So make sure you get on there. Plenty of stuff coming up with Owen and Patty here on Afters FM on the iHeartRadio app. Stick around. Jersey Toe. Jersey. Jersey Toe. You couldn't have just called it the Baz Luhrmann Library. You're listening to Afters FM. Now, Owen, unfortunately, some more devastating news coming out uh, of, Af- of Afghanistan overnight. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's really sad to hear. So um, there's been a US drone strike which has hit a vehicle carrying multiple ISIS uh, K suicide bombers before they could mount an attack. Um, obviously, you've heard Kabul's international airport being in the news. They were mounting an attack yeah. in the airport. Um, yeah, and this is just according to the U.S. military officials. Um, they said the, the the U.S. and Taliban both said the drone strike was targeted um, at the suicide bombers. Um, local witnesses said, unfortunately, that children and other civilians um, were among the dead. Um, and uh, also they came, they've come out and said that there was a secondary explosion after the dr- drone strike, which was... Um, so, so that was the actual bombs, I guess, would have been exploding. Is that yes. what they're... Saying. That's that, that's what they're saying. So um yeah, just some more devastating news to come to come out of Afghanistan. The situation seems seems really bad. Yeah, well I remember I was reading on Twitter yesterday when I was um just checking up with some news and they were saying that the American forces were expecting another suicide bombing at the airport. So obviously this shows then later they they knew it and they were tracking them and then that's why they've sort of attacked them with the drone. And it wasn't unmanned aircraft as well that was that has targeted yep. those suicide bombers. Yeah, I mean it's um, just it's just amazing to see just the acceleration of and the power of the Taliban. I guess I'm um, in mm. terms of after you know after the U.S. military presence has been there for so long and Australian armed forces as well um, have been there for so long and now you know they've left and obviously the takeover is just happening at an incredible rate and it, it's really it's really devastating i mean there's no really other word for it's it it's not and that's what they're saying like i remember reading how they knew that the taliban would come back into power but just not this quickly like it's happened in a matter of days they thought it'd be weeks and months um they were expecting it but it's happened so quickly it's literally as the last u.s helicopters taken off you know like there's been mm. stuff happening so it's pretty it's yeah it's terrible there's no real way around saying it that it's just terrible over there and no apparently yeah so the in the re- most recent uh the most recent uh, deaths. There's actually been uh, nine members of one family um, have passed wow. away, which are including six children. So I just, I mean, how would you, how would you, how would you move on from that? 
it'd be hard to even just continue <laughs> continue yeah like, yeah it's it leaves you like speechless like i don't i don't know what to say what do you say to that no. who knows what the answer is i don't think anyone really does do they no different sides have got their different plans but who knows what the best solution is Yes, well, I was I was expecting I was asking uh, Professor uh, Dr. John Rees at the University of Notre Dame, who is the head of international relations, just about um, just about where they where he thinks that um, this situation in, in Afghanistan is going to lead and what the kind of turnaround is. And he said it's almost too early to tell because the, I mean the Taliban are almost announcing like we all knew they were a powerful force, but they're almost mm-hmm. really just announcing themselves back, just reminding this, <laughs> reminding how <laughs> how much control they actually they actually have over. Um, so hopefully the the great people of, of Afghanistan can um, either either flee or get safe. But um, yeah, our, our thoughts go out to them. Yeah, it is a constantly unfolding situation. So make sure you stick across all the news um, so you're aware of what's going on there. You're listening to Owen and Paddy on Afters FM live on the iHeartRadio app. Afters FM, it's the opposite of before FM. Yes, it's Owen and Patty here on uh, Afters FM on the iHeartRadio app. Owen, I'm yes, a Patty. sport nuffy, and there is so much sport happening right now. I, I cannot deal with it. You like your mm. sport, don't you? I, I love sport, and I, I think in the Afters, in our class, I never get included in the sports chat. So No, but the, I don't I know. You, don't get included maybe for, this... yeah, you don't get included for other reasons, but I think that's, uh, a, that's another uh, topic for, uh, yeah. for other uh, days. Uh, but that's another we, can of worms. I'm just going to go straight into it. I'm just going to dive straight into the Paralympics. We are going nuts. We meaning Australia. Uh, mm. So we've got eight gold medals at the moment, 16 silver medals, and 13 bronze medals. That it's is... Not- Incredible. Well, overall, we're coming. We're coming eighth in the medal who's, tally. Who's second there? Who's second? Great. Well, Bruce I've got it in front of me. Team GB with twenty-four golds, nineteen mm. silver, nineteen bronze. And That's a lot of medals, medals. But we're not focusing Pretty on good Team GB. On your Team GB. Woo! I know. But how's China out in front? Forty-seven they golds, smashing it, aren't they? Thirty silver and with a hundred <laughs> and twenty-nine bronze with a hundred and six medals. That yeah, is incredible. <laughs> but also. There's obviously there's heaps of Paralympics going on, but there's also massive, massive soccer news, and especially in the last couple of weeks. But even in the last 24 hours, with uh, Cristiano Ronaldo re-signing yes. with Manchester United. Now there was speculations about him actually going to Manchester City, which, if you follow, if you're a follower of the English soccer, which I clearly am, and yes. uh, Owen Owen gets gets around it as well. You cannot. If you play for Manchester United or if you play for Manchester City, you cannot play for the other team. These these guys are fierce rivals and they hate each other. But Ronaldo's gone full circle after, you know, debuting there at 18, debuting there yeah. at 18 and then going going to do his thing uh, in the rest of Europe and then coming back. <laughs> do his you, thing. <laughs> do his thing. Well, I mean, literally, if yeah. you know soccer, you know Cristiano Ronaldo. It is his thing. Soccer is his thing. Who's your Who's your Premier League team? My Premier League take Arsenal, and yeah. they're going really well. Oh, so where are they on the ladder? They're um last, like last, dead last. It's the first time they've been uh, not first, you're last, I guess. Isn't it? Exactly, that's what they say. You may as well, you may as well. Like all the other, all the other um, positions on the table are exactly the same. But I mean, there's massive news. Two of the biggest so- so- uh, soccer stars are like Good have news. changed clubs. Yeah. I mean, Messi's was arguably a bigger decision due to him always being at Barcelona for the majority yeah. of his career, and now making that big deal. To, to PSG. How did you feel about that? It's weird just seeing him in the Paris Saint-Germain jersey. It is, isn't it? But like, it's not shocking. Like you're like, ah, oh, PSG, if he was going to go anywhere, surely it was PSG or City, Man City, mm. or maybe, you know, then he might've gone over to America. Just anywhere or with a bit of oil money. I anywhere think, with uh, the cash. Yeah. Chelsea, maybe. 
Cash cow. Well, Arsenal, you mentioned maybe yeah, Arsenal. They are making yeah. some moves in the in the transfer market. If you talk about players going from United to City, I guess the most recent one would be Tevez. Mm. Remember Tevez went there and he held up that sign when they won the when they won the league. Of course, I know because um, Sir Alex Ferguson famously said, uh, "Not in my lifetime was it that City would win the league." Yeah, and then they were holding up a gravestone with his name on it. I know. Classic. I hate Man United, so I love it when Manchester <laughs> City win. <laughs> I, I love it. It'll Could be interesting. More. It'll be interesting to see how they go this year because it's coming up to ten years without Man United winning the Premier League, and wow, Manchester so United are one of the biggest clubs in world football, and will be no matter no matter how well they're going, just in terms of the wealth that they actually accumulate. But it'll be interesting yeah. to see how Ronaldo um, fits into that squad. And also, back back in Australia, it's final season for AFL. And, of course, yes. there was the big the big Sydney derby over the, the weekend. Big Sydney derby. The, the crowds Sydney... were heaving. Oh, wait, yeah, it was locked heaving. Up. Actually, no, but, Owen, it was in... Oh, no, it, was in it was. I was yeah. up in Queensland. It wasn't Same at corrected. the SCG or at, um, or at Giant Stadium uh, out there in Homebush, which would have been great to get a big crowd in. But um, so Sydney lost. Sydney Swans lost by one point. So it ended up being seventy four to seventy three. It was heartbreak as 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 a Swans fan. Are you um, a Swans fan? My, my dad is, but I'm, I'm a Carlton fan. So every year is oh, just heartbreak. Used to heartache. Every year is just heartbreak. And mm. NRL finals are coming up in two weeks with plenty of plenty of cracking games. Melbourne Storm recently. My team. Um, yeah, I know. And so they were going for, I believe, the most uh, wins in a row ever in yeah. National Rugby League history. And they came up against Parramatta Eels on the weekend. And Owen, oh, how'd they go? <laughs> they lost. So, right. but isn't it funny? We were talking about it when teams are going for a record. That's sort of when they lose. Oh, and I find it. And to I be reckon fair, it's fate. Be, it's sports yeah. gods. To be fair, the Storm haven't been playing that well for the last couple of weeks. They've been winning, but they haven't been at their best. But I find it really interesting. So the Storm lost. Yeah, they didn't get the record. They lost to Parramatta, and everyone's mm. like, "Oh, the Storm." But no one's like, "Well, they just won nineteen in a row. Can they not mm. get credit for winning nineteen in a row?" No, it's you can't do that because you and always I, must just focus on the negative. You can never focus Melbourne. on the positive. Exactly. But I, I really, I wouldn't want to be going into that final series on that winning streak. Like, I just, I hate that. Like, I'm glad no, if you kept. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I'd rather win, but I'm glad they've got their loss yeah. out of the way. Hopefully, you'd rather lose now than in the finals. It almost feels like, feel like so hopefully oh, they can sure. reset. It feels like the pressure's off a little bit. Uh, plenty still coming up here with Owen and Paddy on Afters FM on the iHeartRadio app. We've got uh, pubs might be reopening, Owen. Ooh, Is that correct? I'm, yes, I'm very excited about that one. I've got oh. some information. I've got some hot off the press news hot for goss. you. And of course, hot, hot goss. Hot goss. And of course, uh, the interview with Dr. Lynn Phillipson coming up. And the award goes to Afters FM. Oh, and there's a terrible disease out there called dementia. And whether we like it or not, this disease has affected your family directly or you know someone who is going through it or going through a tough time with it. And today we have, a, have the privilege of speaking with Dr. Lynn Phillipson from the University of Wollongong, who has taken a different approach of how dementia patients should be perceived as well as how they can live with the disease. Lynn, firstly, thanks for coming on Afters FM. Thanks for having me. Uh, I guess my first question is, what initially sparked your interest in doing dementia research? Well, I guess it was a bit of a long journey, but um, I had been working as a health researcher for some time and I've always had an interest in um, how we can improve the health and the quality of life of populations of people that maybe get a bit disenfranchised or marginalised. And I think in our um, Western culture, I began to realise that older people were one of those groups and that particularly dementia itself 
um, was very stigmatised and I became interested in why that was and I also um, thought it was a really great place to start doing some work because we've got an ageing population. So the number of people that are going to be living with dementia is um, is increasing exponentially and mm. so uh, it, it is really I guess a challenge that we all have to come to terms with so I thought why not get on the train and see if I can put my passion and my intellect towards uh, the cause. For sure yeah no it sounds like you're doing some ex- some excellent work down there at the University of Wollongong. Um, given I guess you know we're all kind of feeling that little bit of isolation in lockdown we're all in New South Wales at the moment. Um, are your research methods driven towards people who are living with dementia to make them feel a little bit less isolated? Yeah, it's really challenging, um, Patty and Owen. Um, uh, living with dementia can be pretty isolating anyway. I guess we, we know mm. that even when people get the di- diagnosis, um, they start to feel more isolated uh, maybe family and friends start to um, avoid them, feel a bit uncomfortable about how to to relate to them and how to talk to them about um, the diagnosis and the news they've got. So you can imagine if that's the situation you're living with in normal times, then um, COVID times only increases that, uh, I guess, that sense of isolation. We all feel a bit isolated and if you are already feeling on the margins a bit then um, I think COVID definitely makes it more challenging. Yeah you've raised so many good points and also firstly thank you for coming on I've realized I haven't said hello I've just been listening to you hello. and Patty's chat. So. <laughs> it's actually just me and Dr. Yeah, Phillips yeah, no, and that's I, okay like, I have not said anything no. so I thought I'd better say something but I guess moving forward do you have any advice for either people living with dementia or their carers or family members just around ways that they can sort of enable a better quality of life for for everyone involved because like you said it involves when someone gets a diagnosis it's not just them it's their family and their their network it sort of changes so like that's so important how how can we better that uh look i I think one of the the things about getting a diagnosis is that people are often only told the bad news so often the the doctor who diagnoses them will say look I'm really sorry there there aren't any medical treatments really that do much to help dementia which means there isn't a drug we can give you to cure the disease but actually one of the exciting things about what's happening with dementia research at the moment is that we're learning all kinds of things about different sorts of lifestyle strategies that can really make a difference um, to people who um have been diagnosed. So um, things like um, keeping the mind active. So mm. I think everybody tries to do a bit of crossword, a bit of oh, Sudoku. Yeah. We're all at the moment, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All that kind of thing. But basically, you know, if you if you have been diagnosed with dementia or even if you want to try and prevent or reduce your risk of getting dementia, actually keeping learning and keeping you, your mind engaged in activities that are just a little bit challenging is really great to keep the neurons firing. Mm. And we know that that's, that's important with people even when they've got their diagnosis because if they stop doing activities that uh, that they enjoy or that are a bit challenging, then all they do is accelerate the progression of the disease. So first thing, keep your mind active. The other thing is to try and keep as socially engaged as you can. So we do know that staying connected socially to other people is also really good for, for brain health. 
We know that things that are good for your heart are also good for your mind. So if you do things like stay physical, physically active, eat, they say a close to a Mediterranean diet there are a few things out there that you can follow like the mind diet but they are a bit like the Mediterranean diet what Plenty helps red out wine. Yeah. <laughs> a little no, bit of red wine enough. maybe okay. a day yep. yeah I was gonna say so, if it was a doctor advising me to drink red wine <laughs> yeah, then I'm, I might have to take it yeah <laughs> um so so diet physical activity keeping your mind stimulated, keeping socially connected, um, avoiding head injuries is really important. So if you're going to go cycling, wear a helmet. Mm. If you're going to play rugby league, this is a constant battle for us. So so avoiding any head trauma. I think most people try and avoid head trauma, but they're all – they're all risk factors actually for the development of dementia, but they're also strategies that if you get diagnosed, you can use to try and keep living a good quality of life. And I guess the other thing is meaningful activity. So staying meaningfully involved so that you can maintain a sense of hope and expectation to with the future. Yes. No, I think that's very important news for people living with dementia and I think just a bit of life advice as well. Um, Owen, so uh, yeah, I, I'm sure I speak for the both of us, but I feel very privileged to have, have had you on Afters FN, Lynn Phillipson. Thank you so much for joining. Thanks for having me and have a good evening. Thank you. Keeping you up to date with all the newest film, television and radio news, it's Afters FM. You're listening to Owen and Paddy on Afters FM. Just quickly, just everyone, just make sure they're following uh, at Afters Radio yes. on Instagram because there's some there's some great content, and as well Afters FM on Facebook. So make sure you guys get down there and check that out right now. What's your favorite? Are you a Facebook man or an Instagram? Uh, man? I'm more of an Instagram man myself. What are you? Are you a? Yeah, do you Instagram. dabble in a bit of both? Oh, I dabble. I dabble on mm. both sides, but I'm more mm. of an Instagram man. Oh, you're good. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Patty, so. Hot off the press. You know me, I'm a news hound, always checking the news. It's always, always hot staying off the press. Up to date. Oh. It's always hot off the press on my yeah. computer screen. Nothing's been cold off the press ever. <laughs> yeah, why would it Why would it be cold off the press? No, I don't know. Has that ever happened? Anyway. <laughs> no, no, we should probably research that for the next hour. So New South Wales Deputy Premier John Barillaro has hinted at what people can look forward to in October if the vaccina- vaccination targets are met. Well, they're, they're, they're saying all these little things, aren't they? It's all these little promises, you know, yeah, get, va- treats, get vaccinated. <laughs> well, we've just recently, because we've just recently got the, the five people outdoors. Is that yes. the, oh, that's, that's, that's starts, the most recent? Yes, that's us in two weeks, actually. I think two well, weeks today. Because well, everyone, everyone thought it was going to be a haircut, didn't they? They were yes. like, hey. I mean, because that, that's what we want. We that want is, to be able to go out. top of my list. And get a trim. Oh, yeah. I it's know. Like, that's definitely top of your list. Yeah. It's like get back into afters and be able to go to the studios. Yeah. No, get no. a haircut. Oh, 100%. So what, uh, what's the new treat, Owen? Well, this is what they've said. So oh, a proposed 70%, treat. Sorry. Yeah, this is yeah. a proposed treat. And yeah. I quote, the Deputy Premier says that he expects New South Wales to hit the 70% vaccine target, that's fully vaccinated, mm. in the middle of October, which could see the return of alfresco dining and the potential of opening of, you ready? Pubs, mm. clubs, cafes, oh. and retail. Pubs. <laughs> Can you believe out of it? those out of those four or five options, which one have you missed the most? Mm. I assume clubs is like just quickly like sports clubs, yeah. Like it wouldn't be nightclubs, surely. No, Places pubs golf for clubs. sure. No, <laughs> yeah, golf club yeah. stores. Yeah, hey, well, golf's open. So, but no, I reckon I genuinely imagine that first taste of like a parmigiana uh. at a pub. It's just those little things like that because you can try and make parmigiana at home, and you can try and make like schnitzel different, but you can try and make parm at home. It's just not it. It's not like, the same. Yeah, like it's close. 
Yeah. It's close, but it's just not what you like. You know, you know that idea of a palm in your head. It's not that. Yeah. I, where's my palmer sitting on the chips and makes it soggy and a crap salad mm. full of vinaigrette dressing? That's, that's what I need. That's what <laughs> that's I want. Exactly yeah. That's actually what we've been missing. <laughs> but yeah, it's funny. I remember when, so when this first lockdown started, what's that? Like nine weeks ago or eight weeks mm. ago? So we were, I'm in Surrey Hills, which went into that. Remember, it was the first set of LGAs on the Friday. Mm. And I was at the pub, and we had to be home yeah. by midnight. And my friends were like, oh, let's, I was like, let's have a pint. They're like, no, nah, it's only going to last a week. And I know. I was like, oh, you never know how long this is going to last. Well, pre- so well previously, because you, like, you're previously from Melbourne, so you don't, uh, yes. you, you know firsthand. I know. I'm like, oh, they're lying. This isn't a week lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, well, it seems to be following you. Yeah, a don't, little bit. <laughs> don't remind me about that. Yeah, Where no. should I go next? No one will exactly. let me in. Well, well, give like, me a border permit. Personally, I'm gonna. Uh, the first thing I'm gonna actually um, go back and that's getting me the most keen is just a brunch, like a weekend brunch at eleven mm. o'clock in the morning. Just going out there, getting like a really greasy bacon egg roll. Is that your go to? No, if you're having a nice sit down brunch, what's your go to? It probably is. Like if a bacon egg roll and a coffee is ten dollars, I'll probably mm. just get around that. To be yeah. honest. Like that's 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 genuinely my go-to. But down in Wollongong, it's a bit of the you know the quinoa halloumi salad at yes. at eleven o'clock or the smashed avo. But I don't have twenty-eight bucks to spend on brekkie, so yeah. therefore I don't dive yeah. into that. Brunch adds up. There was a place I used in Melbourne. I lived in I lived in South Yarra in Melbourne, which is a yeah. I was in a not very posh apartment, but it was a posh place. And there was our local cafe had porridge on the menu, and it yeah. was twenty-nine dollars for porridge. Mm. So Seems obviously like I got that every yeah, morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we do digress. Yeah. So Barrel Arrow has also said the state is going to perhaps, perhaps again, they mm. love that word, don't they? It's a good word. Trial some of the measures in the lead up to October. Just October. enough just enough hope. Mm. That's what we want. Just a little bit. Just a little bit of something. Okay. But but they are saying as well, so you know the app we use, the New South Wales Health for the QR yeah. code? Not that the iHeartRadio app. That's how it is. <laughs> no, that's Not how it is to this. Yeah, not the best app in the world, the iHeartRadio no. app or the Instagram, which is Afters Radio. It's not a that. QR code app, but that will also have your vaccination status on there. Okay. And I know yes. that's quite yep. a controversial thing for many. Um, and maybe that's something we can discuss further in the week about those yep. sort of vaccination passports. Me personally, yep. I think it's a good idea. Um, but yeah, so having it all in one, I think that's going to make it easier because you've got to make it easy for these businesses. These small businesses in retail and hospitality oh. have been struggling. Without for sure, much. Yeah, well, they're the, much they're the, any money. They're the ones suffering. So at the end of the day, I'm, an, I'm, I share the same views with you, Owen. I think the vaccination pass, um, well, they're calling it vaccination passport, <laughs> but it's going to be the pass to you know get into many things. And like you said, it can help support small business. It doesn't just make make you go overseas or do the, all the big yeah. things. It's it really hits close to home. Yeah. Um, so yes, the opinion is we should definitely <laughs> they should definitely open the pub. Yeah, that's it. That's basically that's, that's, that, that's every what we're talking day about. We're going to be like working at how we can open the pub. Yes, exactly, <laughs> and that's that's what John Ballaro's main target is. Afters FM. Not even Gladys can shut down this party. Now, Owen, TikTok challenges yes. have been going insane. Love TikTok. Are you on TikTok? I, I am on TikTok. I have dabbled, but I just find it that it's just another loophole that I get sucked into. But <laughs> yeah. one of the challenges that's got me got me sucked in that I've had countless mates tag me in, and countless mates just me and you um, because <laughs> yeah. you're my only friend. But uh, um, TikTok has recently just banned uh, the famous milk crate challenges over safety concern. Now, if you haven't heard of what a milk crate challenge is, mm. basically it's where people try and 
um, clamber over this set of milk crates stacked on top of one another. So say the first one would have one milk crate and then the next one would be one milk crate with another one stacked on top until yeah, it gets okay. to five milk crates. What's the crates. next one got? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's play a game. What's the next one got? Yeah, yeah. until it gets to the middle, which like has pyramid, five. Yeah. yeah, which has five milk crates stacked on top of each other. But the the injuries are like so people obviously get filmed doing this and yeah. people people are doing it in high heels, so they're getting really creative with it. But there's been a few stars that like a few people on like famous on TikTok that have tried it and just got really hurt. Because well, so because you look at it and you think, oh, that's a bit of fun. But like when yeah. the crates tumble, they it's tumble, great. and you are high up falling. Yeah. Well, it's great to watch because like it's it's <laughs> like Australia, it's like Australia's funniest home videos. You're like, oh, that hurts, but you're not going to yeah. not laugh without so, the sound effects. Yeah, exactly. Um, but TikTok have made a statement recently because like I think it's just gone a little bit far, and so they basically just come out and said that TikTok prohibits content that promotes or glorifies dangerous act and will remove. Uh, videos and redirect searches to our community guidelines to discourage such content. Kind of, fi- kind of feels like they're biting the hand that feeds them a little bit. It's, but I mean, like, it's the right thing to do. But oh. it is the right thing to do. But it does make you wonder. Like, there's a lot of stuff on TikTok that people think isn't that good and isn't one hundred percent. You know, there's like without going f- into too much. There's like yeah. racist stuff on there and you know transphobic, mm. homophobic mm. stuff. Mm. But it's a a milk crate challenge that they finally put step oh. in their foot. Down I definitely, like I definitely, it doesn't seem no, to make sense. Why aren't they stopping all that other content? <laughs> doesn't seem like it. Well, I mean, like you've and you've seen countless like fight videos as well. Yeah, where they're just like, oh no, that's we'll just your them. account. We'll, yeah, we'll leave them up. <laughs> Sorry, that's just that just comes up on my feed. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Like personally, I like I found it pretty entertaining. I reckon I reckon it was pretty fun. But I mean, if obviously if people are getting hurt, this is the right thing to yeah, do. But safety comes first. Who would you, you do like, love a good? Oh, here we go. Go, you go first. I was, I was gonna say. Hang on. I was <laughs> just gonna say. Who there's one celebrity out there that you can say, "Hey, I want you to do the milk crate challenge." Owen, who who's it going to be? Or are you going to hop on that train and just do it yourself? Yeah, see, I won't do it myself because I'll mm. fall and I've broken mm. my wrist and shoulder lots yeah. of times. And you actually respect the TikTok guidelines as well. So. Of course, yeah, I wouldn't. Break. Yeah. And I want to know, like, are they drinking all the milk? Where are they getting these milk crates from? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, is there like someone at the back sculling just pints yeah. and pints of milk? Well, that's the other statement that TikTok actually just brought <laughs> that's out. That's coming like, out tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Because they actually can't break too Dairy many bones. Dairy farmers are up yeah. in arms. Sales have been through the roof. <laughs> like, well, you can't break too many bones if you drunk that much milk because, you know, <laughs> yes. oh obviously my God, milk, it really strong well bones. It's actually, yeah, what came first, milk or the milk crate or the strong who is bones? Your, who is your celebrity if you could pick one? If I could pick one? Oh, it would yeah. have been you. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I just want to see, like, any. Uh, any politician, Gladys at the moment, she seems to Gladys, be like, yes. She seems well, to what be, about a race? Gladys, Gladys, Milk Gladys <laughs> and Dan Andrews. Try say that Milk Crate, Milk Crate race with Gladys and Dan Andrews. Anyway, yeah, and that's coming it. up on our social. No, <laughs> but it makes you wonder. Like this is the trend at the moment. I love a good social media trend. Mm. Remember the ice bucket challenge? Oh, that was you know that, that had was, a good message see, that behind was good. it. But define. I don't know. It's like going back to their statement, like. You know, so we remove videos and redirect searches to our community guidelines that discover such content of dangerous and glorifying dangerous acts. Hmm. Like, what's is is milk is ice bucket challenge? Because I, I saw a couple of them where people are dropping like big bags. They drop of, the bucket on the head. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I don't know that they they I don't think they'd take them down. But um, um or planking. Yeah. Do you remember planking? Planking. Yeah, I remember guys. No, guys trying to do it on the like in the kitchen. I nearly got fired, so I worked at McDonald's. <laughs> And um, I did a plank like on the front counter. We're all mm. having a good laugh. And of I made course. it 
Mm. I made it my Facebook display picture because that's what you did at the time. And then the managers had a meeting and I only found out later because I was friends with the managers and the owner sat them all down and said, if there's anyone that's uploaded a planking photo, fire them right now. They're fired on the spot. (laughs) And none of my management friends got me in. So thanks for that. I know. To take me back to 1995, what would I do? After FM. (laughs) Thanks for listening, mum and dad. Owen, there's been plenty of chatter around uh, COVID permits and how you get them, what do you need them for. These are the travel permits that I'm talking about. Um, Yes, because a lot of people are, so a lot of people are stuck, not stuck, but have to stay in their LGA, Mm. local government area. Yeah. So recently I've just moved house from uh, up in Sydney back down to to Wollongong. Thank you very much. And that's why I've brought this up. No, but (laughs) recently, so I've moved back down, I moved back down in with my parents for a couple of weeks and then I had to go back up to Sydney to get all the stuff before my lease ended. Um, up in Sydney. So to do that, I actually had to tr- had to apply for a travel permit just so just yeah. in case I got pulled over and they were like, "What are you doing? You're from Wollongong. That's obviously Sydney's not five kilometers away. So like, <laughs> like, 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 what's it doing there?" But yeah, there's 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 plenty of confusion about what you actually need it for. So basically, I, I had to just ring up New South Wales Health and say, "Hey, um, this is what I'm doing," and they basically just gave a code. A code yeah. Out. So is oh. is I guess moving house is essential, isn't it? Mm. When you when you have to move, yeah, you have I think to move. moving so house is that is, why it's sort of approved? Is that is definitely essential? It... Yeah, that's why I got approved. But then also uh, I have to apply for a travel permit to see my uh, girlfriend who's down in um, Shell Harbour, which just got moved to regional out of instead of um, Greater Sydney, it just got moved to regional New South Wales. Yeah, um, and so I had to apply for I had to apply for a permit to go and see her, but that's also uh, under compassionate ground, so that's also. I mean, it, it is an essential reason. So yeah, she's yeah. like denied. She's like, I don't know. Yeah, I might. Yeah, she actually works in your health and didn't process that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, how, no. so how did you go when you came up to Sydney? So you moved out of your place. So moved out so of you, place. And so you, you know, moved up here, didn't you, to Sydney for this afters course? I did. Yes. But how good's this? You know what I forgot? I even had up there that like when you when you end up you know renting a house, you forget yes. that you've paid the bond. Oh. And so and so I got my bond back. Like you how got it all that? back? Did you get yeah, it all got back? It, got it all back. Well, let's uh, just enough back. But no, yeah, it was yeah eight hundred and twenty bucks. So I feel like I'm. I feel it's like that concert ticket you forgot you bought, and then yes. six months later you're like, oh, how good's this? And it just feels like a free ticket. Free feels money. like I've, feels like I've made money. Yeah, and- I remember when I moved out my last place in Melbourne before moving up here for this course. Um, we lost half of our bond because my housemate. What did you do? <laughs> yeah, so it's genuine stories. So the door got just stuck, the, his mm. bedroom door, mm. and he was late for work one day, and he slept in the living room after having you know one or two lemonades the night before. A couple woke up yep. late. His phone was in his bedroom. The door was locked. I was out somewhere. I don't know where I was, and couldn't get in. So he like gently just jabbed the door. Couldn't do it. And then had to barge the door. And you know, in like old apartment buildings, and the doors are like made out of cardboard. You know, yeah. they're like just like yeah, hollow. Yeah. Like, so like, the door um, ripped. Fibro. Like, it's like fibro. I don't know yeah. what the word is. Yeah, and the yeah. door ripped in half. Imagine then... all the imagine all the Bond stories, but we're here. They're like, oh yeah, I had to do this. Like, nah, it was, it was a situation. They're like, yeah, okay, yeah, sure you did. So we spent so, and then the door was ripped in half. He just left it like that for like mm. the last six months, and then we tried to glue it together and paint over it, but he gave up in the end. Yeah, they charged him seven hundred dollars to fix the door. Yeah, and when you think about it, like that that cardboard stuff, like there's just no way. Yeah, that's worth anywhere close to that. But you know, also what happened when I was moving out, they charged a cleaning fee. 
You're like, joking. So they're like, ah, oh, because of COVID restrictions, with an extra three hundred bucks to clean it. I was like, oh. you're not going to be doing, <laughs> you're not going to be doing any better a job than you were yeah. if. Uh, yeah, anyway, before I go rambling on, <laughs> yeah, you're listening yeah. to Owen and Patty. Plenty of stuff coming up in the world of entertainment and a bit of world news. Coming to you live from your smart speaker, probably, Afters FM. Bit of entertainment news, I hear. Yes, a bit of entertainment news. And there is one artist on everyone's lips. Everyone's saying it. I'm sure everyone has been talking about it on Afters FM Owen all Davis. day. Owen no. <laughs> Yes, that's one no. name. Okay. The second one, the second most important one. And that is, of course, ABBA. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> of course. ABBA. Of course. ABBA were making a comeback. I was waiting so, for you to say Kanye. <laughs> yeah, yes. I was waiting. Kanye, Kanye is coming up later. That's the this. third one. <laughs> That's right, the third sorry. one. He goes, Getting ahead of myself. Owen, ABBA. ABBA, Kanye, Kanye West. Yeah. <laughs> Patrick. <laughs> Patty, sorry. Yeah. But yeah, so ABBA are teasing that they're returning. Big mm. one is that we've already touched on it. They've joined TikTok. Which if Abba you think, joined TikTok. Well, to be yeah. fair, I mean, like Abba's songs are all over TikTok. Like exactly. they're almost running it. So is that is that like is that why they're returning? You think? You no. Know, well, that's, isn't it interesting that one of the main things is a whole article about them joining TikTok, and that shows the power of TikTok in twenty twenty one for sure. I mean, what was the was the um, who made a return this year that was also um, uh, Fleetwood uh, Mac? Mac? That's right, Fleetwood, Fleetwood Mac. Mac. Like they're back because of TikTok. Two of yeah, the well, biggest... they were charting. I think when they if they yeah, weren't number was... one, they were in like the top ten. What's that, or something. Dreams? No, Dreams. Dreams was up there. Right, like, so yeah, well, on the Spotify that, list. Yeah, there's that remix of Dreams now, which I'm not a yeah, massive it's fan a bit, of. No, that's okay. <laughs> Back to ABBA. So they've joined TikTok, and they've also been they've got a new website, and they've been sharing on the socials about a new project. Mm. Um, so that's got everyone really excited. Of course, they've been talking about making a comeback they've been offered millions and millions of dollars to come back i believe <sighs> the last album was 40 years ago in 1981 yeah um well, and they have made a new there's a twitter account called abba voyage yep. voyage depending how you pronounce that hmm. um and all it has on there is 020921 so what's when's the second is hang that, on um, i know that's Thursday, so maybe on Thursday we can get Abba on. I'm not, you know, not Imagine. making any promises. Yeah, they might have a little bit on, but I think I think we <laughs> I think we could get it. And speaking but, of just turning, you know, social media into like massive massive money players in terms of what's happening. Speaking of, yeah, so he, so Jake Paul's just versed uh, Tyrone Woodley, and he's come out with the split decision victory. Now Jake Paul obviously he's won. He's won. Yeah, he's come out with a spoiler alert. The, I hope no one's got that on record. The split decision victory, which I mean, I think is incredible for a guy that was on Disney Channel what five years ago. That's literally just had all this hype, just about you know, like I mean, he, he's created all this hype completely just around nothing and just just around views and just not around boxing ability. And he's beaten a guy who's a four-time UFC world champion in Tyrone Woodley. I genuinely yeah, think that's not a very bad, impressive. Uh, effort, is it? But knowing this, this will drag on for years, and there'll be rematch after rematch now. But Jake Paul's come out and said that he is the Muhammad Ali of this generation. So uh, <laughs> big, big seems call. like a pretty uh, safe bet. Maybe the rematch can be on TikTok. Yeah. Maybe it can. Maybe it can be. <laughs> yeah. yeah, with with Abba as the performing act. Yeah. <laughs> Abba. But yes, you did, and you mentioned it earlier. Kanye West has finally released the long anticipated album Donda. He is the third so artist it released. Yes, last night it came out. I chucked it on. The album goes for I think like an hour and forty eight minutes. Ooh, it's very long. It's a very long one. How many tracks? Is that like, must be heaps of tracks. There was like you put me on the spot. Yeah. I think it's like twenty six. Roughly. I don't want to. And if it's wrong, yeah. make sure you text <laughs> Owen David. Yeah, let us know on the yeah. socials at Artist yeah. Radio. But yeah, so he's actually released it 401 days after he originally said it was due. So he tweeted about it on the 21st of uh, July last year. 
Donda coming this Friday mm. and I had a bit of a screenshot of um of a track list. And now finally on the twenty ninth of August two thousand and twenty one He's released it. Um, and for what I've heard, I know Helena, who is one of the announcers on Afters of M in the day, she loves Kanye. So definitely tune into her show if you want to hear about Kanye. But I, I asked her quick last night, only just come out and said, what do you reckon, yay or nay? And she was a very big yay, which, funny enough, is actually what Kanye legally changed his name to. He is now known as just yay, Y-E. Is, he? is that yeah. 100%? 100%. Yeah, so he changed Yay. it um, legally. Yeah. yeah. Be interesting coffee order, wouldn't it? Yeah, boost <laughs> yeah, juice. They're like, yay or yeah, nay? Yeah, nay. Like, yay. Yay. We're like, always yay. Yay or yay. He's just always happy when his boost juice is on. He's like, yay. And that's not a, <laughs> you are- that's not a coincidence, <laughs> by the way. That's not a coincidence. <laughs> no, anyway, no, plenty of world news still coming up. A-F-T-R-S. Afters FM. You're listening to Owen and Paddy on Afters FM. You can listen to us on the iHeartRadio app all over Australia and follow along on the socials at Afters Radio on Instagram, which is the best one, and at Afters FM on Facebook as well. There's lots of stuff on there. Don't Tough on the Facebook yeah. fans, are <laughs> Yeah, don't discount Facebook. Mm. Right, Paddy. So news on the current affairs station, right? So I've been trying to find some different news from around the world that you might not have mm. heard about. So I've got a couple of stories for you. Are you ready? Are you ready to learn? I've never been more ready in my whole life. Right, this one. And I love the headline of this one. Sound mm. of music. Swiss cows airlifted <laughs> off mountain pastures ahead of annual parade. Yep. So the photos in front of me looking at me. Cows in Switzerland have been airlifted to the bottom of their alpine meadows in a bizarre spectacle. Around 10 of Was- the animals were taken by helicopter off the ridges in the region in the center of the country. Was that because they just thought they were in danger? Or are they just like, they're like, ah, oh, they shouldn't be up there. What are they doing up there? Yes. And then taking them down? Or like, what's the... So it's like pretty much they've got to get them down. So one reason for the helicopter transport is that you can't get to where they are by car. Oh, um, and then some cows okay. are injured as well. So they won't be able to that, walk all the way how down. How fun. Like, imagine that's your job. How's was work? Yeah, it was good. I just airlifted a couple of cows <laughs> off, a couple of, off the Alps. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. it's like a mesh harness. They're creatures. Mm. They're suspended on a cable by helicopter. What we'll do, we'll get some photos in the socials because I can't yeah. really do it justice. But then no. this is my favorite quote. The, the farmer said, I didn't ask a cow how it feels after such a flight as it couldn't answer, but it's only a short distance and it has to keep going. Cheers, mate. Good to know that he did. Thanks for that. <laughs> he yeah. didn't. That's a, take that as gospel as well. <laughs> yeah. Okay, next story. Cuttlefish memory stays sharper than humans as they get older. So, I mean, we all know people. I mean, like I, I can probably stand up. I don't know too many cuttlefishes, but I know a couple of humans that, you know. Yeah, exactly. Well, apparently the cuttlefish can remember, remember events right up to their last few days of life. Wow. So, yeah, memory tests were conducted on 24 common cuttlefish. Amazing. I love... I, I love random great- research. I say random. Oh. There's a lot of meaning to this. I just love stuff like this. Like, oh, people have been doing uh, studies on memory of cuttlefish. You're like, oh, it's in- of it's course incredible they were. See- Why wouldn't they? Yeah, of course. It's, it's amazing to see the passion for it. And uh, it would have been a great question to ask uh, Dr. Lynn Phillipson, which we had on yes, earlier the show. Yes, it would have been, actually. Yeah. Uh, but, yes, that's the cuttlefish. And then also this one I love. So Barbie has created a doll of a vaccine scientist. So vaccine scientist Professor Sarah Gilbert in the hope that it inspires girls to get into STEM careers. So isn't that like yeah. it's a, yeah, so it's a doll. It looks like a famous scientist yeah. and hopefully that it helps. Um, she was actually the one of the scientists that helped create the Oxford COVID-19 vaccine as well. Oh. 
So that's there a, it is. That's a, pretty, my... that's a that's a pretty healthy thing to have on your resume, just quietly. <laughs> yeah, it's not bad, is it? Well, yeah, she, I think she was not the, the worst one thing. Uh, at Wimbledon, and correct me if I'm wrong, that they she had a round of applause because she was yeah, like, you're hey, wrong. Yeah, um, yeah, no, <laughs> um, but yeah, three three stories at Owen, but I'm surprised that a Welsh one didn't just sneak yeah. in there because I'd... my favorite thing when <laughs> when it comes to news is listening to that massive name. Oh yes, I know the one. Yeah, no, hang on, it goes something like this. Just up the road from Slanby to Pushquingish, go get a Quindrobo, go go go. Like, <laughs> imagine having a imagine having a crack at that. Yeah, imagine that's that's your job. I, see, I reckon so. We've I've been practicing my news reading skills. I've been I've been working away hard, you know, and I I reckon I could do that. You reckon you could do that? That, that guy is amazing that, how that he can name. do that. I reckon I could There's do that no... too. With a little bit of practice. Like, I can't unless do it right bo- now. Unless you're born there, you can't actually say that name. I was but born like, in Swansea. Reckon... It's close enough. <laughs> I reckon there'd be heaps of different things that you'd struggle with news reading. 100%. I reckon, me dead set, there is, <laughs> there is no way you can get yes. through like a thing, as, a thing of news reading without stumbling over words. I reckon I could. And if, But I'd have to, like, hey, I can't do it right now. Do not throw a script in front of me. Bit of practice, right. mate. I'll be there. I'll be like that guy, and there'll be clips yeah. of me being amazing. All right. How about this? How about my bond? Right. I just got my bond back, which we were talking about in the previous hour, mm-hmm. and eight hundred bucks. It's of eight hundred and eight hundred and twenty bucks, or whatever it is. If you get, I'm going to write you a thirty second script, right? Yeah. And you right reckon now? you're so? Give me. Huh? I need not I, right I, now. Not right now. I reckon you need probably days. about a week. I'll give you a week. I'll and you're gonna, and then you're going to give me eight hundred dollars. And then I'm gonna no, it's it's the it's the <laughs> safest bet I've ever made. I'm so confident that if you read genuine, no. the whole thirty seconds, genuinely, this isn't part of a this isn't a radio stunt. I want if you, if I, I want that eight hundred dollars. But like, it's it's just not going to happen. So if you read a thirty second script yeah. perfectly, who, oh, who's I writing can't speak it now? <laughs> yeah, you failed. Yeah. Are you writing it per- perfectly? I'm going to write it. I'm going to write it and just do a story on that Welsh town and the history of it. <laughs> yeah. If that's okay. Yeah. I will happily give you my bond because I just for- I forgot I even had it. Great. Is that a deal? Yeah, it's a deal. I want it. Give me that $800. All right, cool. Well, this- make sure genuine, you- no? Genuine? Genuine. 100%. <laughs> yeah, right. 100%. Easy, I got it. Right, it's locked in. Lock it in. It's locked in. Guys, if you want to see <laughs> Owen completely butcher a 30 second uh, newsread yeah. script, make sure you guys. Uh, let's keep listening to Owen and Patty on Drive. And the award goes to Afters FM. Oh, guess what, Owen? Guess what? Guess what topic we're going to dive into? Um, oh, like I'm not sure if you heard about this, clue? but there's, there's a bit of a disease going around called COVID-19. <laughs> However, this is a much better feel-good story. And, yes. And just, just wait, all right? Don't, okay. don't give me that look. I don't, yeah. I, you're not looking at me, but that's yeah. all right. I can still feel it. Um, so a small country <laughs> town in New South Wales in the Hunter Valley has recruited a country music icon legend to help them uh, lift their vaccination rates. So, th- so this is the this is the town of Merriwa, and they've basically put um, they've basically put a, a cardboard cutout of none other than Dolly Parton right near the, right near their signs as because like you know how she came out in the news and she's a she's a yes. massive she's a massive uh, advocate. Well, she um, actually um, she donated one million dollars to help develop the Moderna vaccine. That's not bad. That's a fair yeah, chunk not. of that's a fair chunk of money. I wonder how yeah. much Meriwa paid her to do that. No, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was actually the whole chunk. Um, no, but like <laughs> I, I, I think went. I think this is great because uh, like rates are rising in the Hunter, um, but you know they need they need to be higher to avoid a major strain on the on the healthcare yeah, system. The just vaccines in case, need to be higher. Yeah. Just in case of the, the case of the outbreak. Yeah, mm. sorry. The, yeah, the vaccine rate needs to be higher. Um, but like I, I personally think this is this is a great idea. Once again, like who would you who would be your celebrity that you'd choose to to boost vaccination rates? 
Well, Dolly Parton was going to be my first one. Was going to be your first, but unfortunately, that's taken. (laughs) Yeah. um, Oh, any any celebrity. Maybe we were talking about Wales. What about Tom Mm, Jones? Of course, Jones. There, Tommy Jones. Like, can you can you read Tommy Jones? Delilah in like to vaccine or something like Moderna. Yeah. Like my, 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 Moderna. Moderna. <laughs> yeah, that's actually the new New South Wales health uh, campaign. <laughs> yeah. Um, what about you? Who's yours? Oh, maybe I'd be other Hugh than, Jack- other Hugh than Dolly and Tom Jones, obviously. <laughs> it's, and then obviously the third option after that is in the chronological order is uh, Hugh Jackman. Because imagine, cool. imagine Wolverine just telling you, you know, whack one. I was thinking more um, Hugh Jackman in Boy From Oz. You know, there's Maracas. Okay. Is that Boy yeah. From Oz? <laughs> yeah. So you want, what, so you want a cardboard cutout of Hugh Jackman with Maracas outside yeah, just, just full your local hometown <laughs> yeah. saying, please, guys, get vaccinated. I, hey, think, that, I think that could have more legs than Wolverine. Genuinely nothing will. I don't actually no. know. But I do love it. I think it's great, like you said, with the cardboard. Like, we've had a bit of a laugh. It's such a, you know... It, the vaccination rate and everything is such a serious thing. I think sometimes yeah. we've got to sort of try yeah. and not enjoy it, obviously. Well, when you get a town but like Merriwa... Have a bit as, of light, as, you know? Yeah. When you get a town like Merriwa as well, like with with things like this, if you get, like, you know, if you get the whole town together, they can be immunized in days. Mm. Seriously. Like the, they can all just get together and all get the jab at once. And, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I think I think the rest of New South Wales would take, take a leaf out of uh, Merriwa's, Merriwa's book in terms of... Uh, making the rates a little bit higher. But New South Wales are doing great at the moment and we should point that out. Uh, you're yeah. listening to Have you been Owen, just before just before you cut me off, mate? Have you been before, to Mary well? I tried to. Yeah. We've been there, haven't we? Is that it's next to Musselbrook. <laughs> Sorry, I've just um, Where was Dolly Parton? Just, just to link it back. So I'm pretty sure we went up to, as students, we went to Musselbrook for yeah. to see the radio station there. And I think wasn't it Maryware where we stayed? I could be completely wrong hey, here. It could I'm going be. out on a limb. Yeah, Mary was actually in Broome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, we've been there next to Musselbrook. You're like, no, it's no, it's no <laughs> Geography lessons here on Afters yeah, FM with Owen and Patty. No need to get out of bed. Afters is coming to you. You're listening to Owen and Patty on Afters FM. Make sure, you, of course, you're following us on the socials at Afters Radio on Instagram. And what is it on Facebook, Patty? It's uh, Afters FM on Facebook. Yes. And, oh, <laughs> how good! Oh, how good are the Afters FM socials? Anyway, Owen, enough <laughs> of that because <laughs> enough I know of that good chat. I, I know you love a bit of space news, and I've been really excited to talk about this um, yes. for the whole of this afternoon. Um, so, astronomers have discovered yep. a new uh, new planets called the Hycean planets, and obviously, you know what a Hycean planet is, Owen. But just of in case, course. yeah, just I'll, explain I'll, just, I'll refresh. Much, I'll yeah. refresh your memory yeah. just in case. So they're hot ocean-covered planets, pl- uh, yeah. planets, planets with hydrogen-rich uh, atmospheres, and they're much bigger and hotter than Earth. So it can be two point six times larger than Earth, right? Yeah, I thought that. Was, um, so I they've got. Yeah, you, you were about to say that. You were going to say two point seven, <laughs> weren't you? But yeah. that's okay. Um, so they've got atmospheric, yeah, temperatures of nearly 200, 200 degrees, two hundred degrees Celsius. Celsius, yeah. Celsius, and um, yeah. So the, the tidal, the tidal planets can be locked with you know permanent night. So. It might just be, you know, just high tide or just low tide, depending on what it is. Um, and it's really far from the stars, so it just receives little sunlight. However, there is hope that um, these planets could sustain life. Obviously, not life like me and you, but yes. <laughs> life, little microbes, little bits of things going on. And this is really exciting. 
Just quickly, do not tell me Dolly Parton's up there too. Dolly Parton is actually, yeah, she's actually uh, <laughs> part of the new thing to go to these Hycean planets and uh, relocate the whole of human existence. So that's um, a bit of exciting news, breaking news. <laughs> breaking news. Yeah. Sorry, go on. Yeah, after there's no Dolly up there. What is up there? There's there's no there's no Dolly up there. Well, like I was saying, it's really exciting because um, there's heaps of they're, they're thinking there could be the potential of of microbe life. But mm. I don't know. What would you like to see up there? Well, very open question. Yeah. I think isn't it quite? You know, we've got like these things that we're seeing with all these billionaires going to space or going to Mars, and mm. is it Jeff Bezos, Richard Branson, yeah. Elon Musk has been there? Yeah. Do you think as well? Like, do you think in our lifetime, so say in the next say fifty years, obviously, yep. I hope we live. I hope we live longer than that. Yep. We could realistically be going to these places. Like, who knows? Who like, knows? Like, I mean, imagine you the acceleration you know, of technology, and I mean, exactly. We, could we be retiring? No. Could we be? Should we be planning our retirement? Going, oh um, well, I'm going to go to yeah. one of these planets. How do, how do you pronounce it? On you always planets, pronounce it better the than Hycean, me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that's of what course, I was going to yeah. say. I know. Like, we could be going there. How good? Like, imagine <laughs> you can go up there, and it's just like a, a new planet. Well, apparently, yeah, maybe we should be looking after our planet here. Without yeah, going no, for sure. Yeah, it's like yeah, global warming's too far gone, so we're yeah. just going to move to these let's other just, planets. Let's just move to this um, other one. But yeah, apparently, there's no other planets like this in our entire solar system, which I mm. think is pretty cool. Well, like yeah. from what we've discovered, but I don't know. They'll probably send a send, they'll send a camera there tomorrow, and it'll arrive in 2052, where we'll finally yes. get to see the. And there'll just the be pics. people up there doing the crate challenge on TikTok. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just cop there. Where the heart is. After Zephyr. It's been a massive show, Owen, and big thanks to Dr. Lynn Philipson, who uh, we had a great chat to about living with dementia during co-down, uh, during co-down, during lockdown. <laughs> yes, great chat. Really interesting. I'm looking forward to more of that throughout the week. But you've been listening to Owen and Patty.